And we bless you in Jesus' name. Uh, Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. And Lord, I ask that you allow us to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And we bless you, Father. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who is the reason for this season. Thank you for allowing him to be punished in our place. And Father, we thank you if we don't say it often enough. And we bless you and we give you all honor and all uh, blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about believing the love of God. You've got to believe that God loves you. Amen. Hallelujah. If you don't believe that he loves you, you won't get most of the stuff that he has for you. Amen. And I, I know that that's the, the problem with receiving the blessings. It's hard to believe that God wants to give you all of these good things. The Bible says he gives good gifts to men. Good gifts. Amen. And that he gives us all things pertaining to life and godliness. So God gives us good gifts because he loves us. And, you know, there's no reason for love. There's no pre-meditated um, reason why God would love us. He just does. Amen. You love your children. It's just like your children that don't have children. But, you know, you love your parents. You reciprocate the feeling. Amen. And it's a feeling that goes deep. And there's no other feeling that can... Um, compare with a, a, a parent and a child and this is how God feels about us because we're his children amen and so he loves us the Bible says with an everlasting love he loves us just because he he uh, created us we're part of his creation and so God's love must be believed amen if you don't believe it then you don't receive all of the rights and privileges that you have merely because you just don't believe that God would do that for you. And sometimes it comes to that. When we just, when God gives us a promise, we just don't believe that God's going to do it. But he swore against himself. Amen. He swore against himself because there was nothing higher to swear upon. And so he swore upon himself, on his good name, on his righteousness, because there's none righteous but the Father. So he swore upon that, that what he says he will do, he can perform it. So there's no reason why he won't do what he says he's going to do for you. Amen. Even at our worst, he still loves us. He loves us when we act funny. <laughs> he loves us when we're confused. He loves us when we're angry, when we're being mean. He loves us when we're in sin. He really loves us when we repent, when we see our shortcomings. He loves us. Amen. He loves us just because. And he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. So if there's anything that you need pertaining to your life, he's already given it to you. He's already given it to us. Amen. And this means that God has given us all good things. He doesn't give you anything that's not good. All things necessary for a successful life. All things necessary to sustain life. He's given us all these things. If God has promised you something, trust that it's good for you. Amen. He would never give you something that's not good. And that's why we have to see with the eyes of God. We can't look at something in the natural and tell if it's good or not good. Amen. We have to get out of that uh, habit of judging what we see. You know, judging. You know, it's like. You know, we, we think that God is not going to give us what we really want or what we really need. But he knows what we need even before we ask. So what is where we have to just start believing the word of God. But you can't believe somebody's word. You don't take a person on their word unless you first have some type of uh, serious feeling toward them. Amen. And so we have to start to understand the love of God. Amen. So we must believe Believe first that he loves us. God loves us, the Bible says, with an everlasting love. In other words, his love does not wear thin. No matter what we put him through, his love is still standing strong for us. Amen. Hallelujah. He calls us his own. He calls us his. 
Amen. He calls us his righteousness. He calls us his uh, beloved. Amen. Now, who's going to call you beloved? <laughs> Amen. Let's go to John 3.16. And we all know the scripture, but we're going to re- go there anyway. John 3.16. And you know it's the salvation prayer. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. And that's why it's only one way to God and that's through his son. And his son is the greatest gift of all. Salvation. And that means that when you mess up you don't have to pay for your sin. It's already been dealt with. Isn't that something? But yet and still we don't get it. We don't get it. Amen. Do y'all want me to run it down for y'all again? Hashtag, ain't nobody got time for that. Amen. Hashtag, he died for your sins. Hashtag, you can't find a reason why. He just did. Amen. You just got to believe it. Amen. And so he loves us with an everlasting love. He loves us because he created us. And, And nobody hates their creation. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, maybe some people do, but, you know, that's a whole nother story. Amen. In verse 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And see, the reason we pull over to darkness sometimes is because we've unrepented sin and we feel comfortable in the dark. Sinners feel comfortable in the dark. Amen. Sinners feel comfortable in churches that don't preach to their spirit. You know, they like those head, pre, you know, those those sermons that preach to your head and to your feelings rather than to your spirit man to bring you under conviction so that you just repent. Amen. But they don't, people don't get that. They don't want that. Most mega churches, they want to hear the feel good message. That's what they want. God's going to do something for you. Well, yeah, he gone. We understand. But when? Amen. They don't tell you how to get what God's already prepared and because they don't know how. Amen. And the only way that you can get what God has prepared for you is through truth. Through truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that didn't go over well, but it's still true. Hallelujah. Let's go to First John chapter 4. See, what truth does is it shows you where you are with God so that you can repent. And when you repent and you acknowledge what God is doing for you, then, you know, you're, you're good with God. And you're free to receive anything that he has for you. First John 4, verse 10. And it says, in verse 10 it says, In this In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for sins. In other words, that word propitiation means sacrificial. It means that he covered your sins, no matter how bad it is. You don't get too bad for God. Amen. Whatever you did, that's not good. God sent his son to cover to atone your sins or, you know, to atone uh, your, your sin and cover it so that you don't have to pay for what God had, for what you did. Amen? It's already paid for. It's just like if you go to the store and you pick up uh, packages that's been paid for in your name, you'll beat it to the store. And pick it up, amen? Well, just the same, in the same way God's son paid for your sin, which is a greater gift than stuff. We like stuff, amen? 
Well, that didn't go over well either, but it's still true. <laughs> it's still true. Ooh, somebody paid for me some gifts at Macy's. Ooh, I'm going to get it. Well, I mean, the greater gift is our, our lives. Amen. The greater gift is that he, amen, that he forgave our sins because he loves us so much. He loves us with an everlasting love. And so his son took our place so that we can enjoy life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Did I read all of ten? Yeah, he's the propitiation for our sins. And in verse 11 it says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. If you, if you say you love God and you don't like people, then the Bible says you're a liar. Amen. See, we're getting to the, to the nitty-gritty stuff now. Amen. But I'm going to be good today because it's the Christmas, Christmas season. Amen. Hang all the mistletoes. Hallelujah. But we, he loves us so much that we must believe that he loves us. We have to believe it because there's nothing else to believe. I mean, we took everything through the fire. Amen. So it's time to just believe. Believe that he loves us. Amen. Man. It's because there's nothing else greater than his love. There's nothing better to believe than that he loves us and that he's given us all things pertaining to your life, pertaining to godliness. Let's go down to verse 16. Hallelujah. It says, and we have known and believed, and we have known and believed in the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. So let me read that again. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. So if you don't abide in love, then you don't abide in God. That's what it's saying right here. Amen. Hallelujah. So God did all these things for us. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to hurry. So God did all this for us because of his great love for us. It's just because he loves us. Amen. So do, do we believe it? That's the question. Do you believe God loves you? It's really simple. You make a choice. You choose love or, or not. And if you don't believe it, if there's something that, that's hindering you from believing the love of God, you need to talk to God about it. And tell God, you know, I'm trying to believe it. I just don't feel it. I've had that conversation with him before. Amen. When you ain't feeling it, you just ain't feeling it. And we know it's us. See, that's what we don't like. Well, you know, it, you know people would rather fake it than to get the real thing from God. Amen. Am I getting too deep for Christmas season? Okay. That might be nice. If you don't feel the love of God, we need to pray. Let's pray. Everybody bow your head. Father God, we are trying to believe your word. And it seems hard to believe that you love us so much. And Father, we repent of our unbelief. And Lord, we ask that you forgive us. We ask, Lord, that you would help us to believe your love. And we thank you, Father, for giving your only Son to us. We thank you for giving us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Lord, we're asking that you help us to receive your love. Help us to receive and to acknowledge your love. Help us to be blessed because of your love. And, Lord, we just thank you for not giving up on us. We thank you for blessing us. And, Lord, we ask that your love will radiate through us so that all men can see who we are. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, was I just praying or was anybody with me there? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Love has its source in God. Now, this is what we need to understand about God. Love is the very essence of his being. In other words, he ain't about nothing else but love because he can't be. Every inch of God, and we don't know his full capacity where his love 
begins or where he begins or where he ends but we do know that every part of god is love his very essence the very essence of god the very essence of his being is love amen and so he wants us to tap into that any part of that that we can understand you know god doesn't have a proper way of you saying oh god you know i feel your love wherever you can tap into it do that you know what i'm saying whether it's uh salvation for your your children or your loved ones or financially if he gave you a breakthrough on a job or whatever way he has shown you love tap into that part of him amen and ride on that until the other parts of you get built up does that make sense amen i'm telling you you know i i tapped into god's love through deliverance and through a financial support when i had to i had to tap into his because my finances went out the door and i had to god made me start to trust him and he i found out that he loved me through financial and i wasn't ashamed i thought it was a little backwards but God showed me, he said, any way you can tap into my love, do that. And the rest will come. And it did. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if He if he's done some things for you, say, for instance, um, I don't know, whatever it is, a job or whatever, you know, giving you a, a buddy or a pet, I don't know, whatever God's done for you, giving you a job to do for him. You know, I mean, you see miracles when you work for God and when you do things. You know, it's an honor when God is dependent on you to do something. Even through the bread, through passing out. Amen. See, Miss Donna, you understand what I'm saying. You know, I understood God's love when he started using me at the market. And I'm like, here I go, spending money I don't have again. But I was going to the market to minister to people just like Donna passes out that bread. And I would, every time he had some people lined up. And that, and I said, God, you must really trust me. <laughs> you know, it started out like that. And as I did this stuff for him, and he surely sent the people to me, he blessed my finances in the, in the interim of, of doing these things. Amen. And it's always a way to get to God's heart. Just be obedient and be available. When you shut down, and when you don't want, you because things ain't going right, and when you shut down and you don't make yourself available, then God can't bless you much. Amen. And you don't feel unloved. But you have to let love in. You know, he who desires friends must show themselves friendly. You have to make the first move with God to show yourself available to do what he want you to do and it's an honor it's an honor amen so let's see we trust god we need to trust god with our lives amen we need to think about some things why don't we take him at his word amen you know why we can't believe for miracles because we don't believe he loves us love is the key (laughs) amen that didn't go over well but it's still true well i love god prove it amen prove it trust it amen take him at his word amen we don't because we don't love him see i know because i had the same problem and and god was i said well i'm trying to believe you and he said if you if you trust my love you would trust what i'm telling you and I had to go back to the drawing board and start loving him, allowing him. See, this is the thing. We know God loves us in our mind, but we don't know how to receive it. Amen. Would you say that? We don't know how to receive that love because we think we have to do something special, but we don't. All we need to do is just allow it. Allow it to happen. You know, the best way you can feel the love of God is to go back to the cross. Amen. 
and read the, the scriptures that Paul talks about when he says, you know, uh, that he experienced the, what is that scripture? The, right, the sufferings of Jesus. And see if you can partake of that. It's like when you saw that movie, what was that name of that? The Passion of Christ. If you could imagine them doing that, and you were, it's like you were there. You know what I'm saying? And you put yourself in his place. And that's what Paul was saying. He went to that cross with Jesus in his heart and in his mind and in his spirit. And that's where the love starts. And to think, you mean to tell me that God put his only son through that for me? Amen. And that's where you start receiving the love. That's how. And I didn't know I was partaking of the cross. I didn't know. I just got the Holy Spirit just took me back to the cross. And I went. And then the passion of the Christ gave us a visual of what really happened there. And then a lot of religious people, when, uh, what's his name, who, who directed the... Yeah, when he messed up, they say, well, I ain't, you know, start disliking. They don't have no, God to use anybody. Anybody with some money, anybody with a voice, that has nothing to do with what he produced. Think about this. God gave him that vision. It, it became alive in that Catholic person. That's a miracle right there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so, you know, Hollywood and the devil has had it in for him ever since he, that's really what happened. See, when people step into snares, it's, just, it's not because they're bad people. It's because they're not, they don't have wisdom. And that was a snare dug for him by the enemy because of what he did. But, but grace much more abounds for him. Amen. Praise God. And so, you know, just because he messed up, it doesn't mean that his movie was bad. People are so weak. You know, they're weak. They don't, they, they need to be strong and go with what you know and not what some man, man is subject, we're subject to failure. Amen. But God never fails. Amen. Hallelujah. The Israelites didn't believe God loved them either. Look what they went through. They thought he tricked them into the wilderness to kill them. He, he brought us all of this way the, by the way of the Philistines to kill us. There was always murmuring. That's what all the murmuring and the complaining was about. It was about we don't trust God. We don't believe he loves us. We think he's against us. He doesn't want to bless us. He doesn't like us. And so this is why they made their own gods, their own graven images. And we do that without, we do that. We find somebody that's going to really love us. Or we find whatever, a new group, and they're going to really be nice to us, and it never works. Amen? It never works. You have to be where God called you to be because that's where your blessings are. Amen? Hallelujah. Your blessings are in the house. Hallelujah. So, you know, God did many things for them. He led them uh, by a cloud by day and a, a fire by night. He gave them supernatural food. And they wanted tangible food, so he gave them quail. Try to buy quail at a restaurant about now. Isn't it expensive? It's a delicacy. So he gave them his best. They didn't like that. They didn't get fat. I wish I could have been marching back then. <laughs> you mean I could still wear 11 and be free and eat everything I want, eat all the chips I want? Hey, hallelujah. That would have been wonderful. They didn't have to worry about clothes wearing out, shoes never wore out. The miracles was all around them, but they didn't acknowledge it. Didn't acknowledge his love. Because they didn't feel, they didn't allow him to love them. Amen. They were too critical, like us. See, that didn't go for well. Too critical. Amen. We're critical. But he did everything for them and they murmured and complained. That's what the murmuring, and they were angry because they wanted to wear Moses out where they killed him. What he lived 125, 130 years. And they were used to him petting them up, going to the Lord to 
you know, facing God for them. They wanted everything their way. They didn't want to do things God's way. And that's why God told them, you've been, you've been, um, you know, you've been, uh, what's that? 30 days they had been um, mourning him. And God was like, get over it because I cut the middleman out, you know. And now I want to see your face. How much time are you going to make for me? And that's kind of like what time it is for y'all that don't know. God wants to see your face. He wants you to seek him. Amen. Hallelujah. He parted the Red Sea for them. He did a lot for them. He disciplined Pharaoh. Caused them to defeat all of those armies. Caused them to go in and take the, the, the spoils. Bless them richly. Amen. But the only thing he couldn't do for them is he couldn't allow them to come out. They had to do that on their own. And they failed because of how they thought. Didn't trust him. Didn't think he loved them. Thought he was mad at them. Thought he wasn't going to come through for them. See, how you think will determine how you come out. And so you got to attack how you think. Attack your mindset. It's like this, God, I don't feel like you're going to come through for me, but it's just a feeling, and I'm not moved by feelings. The just shall be moved by faith. And I know that this is just a feeling, and my feelings don't determine who I am or what I believe. So you got to talk to God, and you got to let him know the truth of where you are, because he already knows. And so you have to be sure that you don't keep the wrong mindset. So you have to change how you think. Amen. You know, they didn't pray for themselves. Didn't repent. Didn't give God any personal time. And that's why it was hard for them to receive his love. When you receive God's love, you can get anything from him. I'm telling you, anything you want, you can have anything. But when you don't make time for him, and that doesn't mean that you have to be in your Bible 24-7. But that means that the word has to be with you 24-7. Amen. Does that make sense? Amen. Honey, when you need something from God, you take God with you wherever you go. You keep him in your heart. You hide him in your heart. If he's in your heart, I'm telling you, you can get anything from him that you want. Because, see, God is not after you personally. He's after your heart. He's after what's on the inside of you. Amen. And that's why the Bible says if he abides in you and you abide in him. Then you belong to him. You got to carry a certain part of him on the inside of you. No matter where you go. Amen. You got to have him on the inside of your heart. And this is what God is after. He's after our hearts. Amen. Uh, John, 1 John 4, um, 17. Can we go there? Or are we already there? And it says, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in the world. So as God is, so are we in the world. Amen. That's why people in the world don't like us. Because we are him and he is in us. In verse 18 it says, there is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It, mean, it means that you have been, not been made perfect. Now what does made perfect in God's love? It means you don't trust his love. Let me tell you what don't trust his love means. You ain't sure that he's going to give you what you want. You don't trust his love. Amen. And so you have not been made perfect in love. When you're made, made perfect in his love, you say, I'm trusting him. Whatever happens, happens. He'll turn it into my good. Amen. Hey, I'm trusting God is too deep for me anyway. I'm tired of dealing with it. 
that's when you start trusting. Good place to be. Amen. Now, I know that sounds backwards, but that's the way it is. Amen. When you start trusting God, you just say, you stop trying to control the situation. You take your hands off and you just do what God has told you to do. And you start to worship him more. You start to love him more. You start to receive his love more. Amen. Making more time for him in your heart. Singing a little song to him while you washing dishes. You know, this is a, a, you know, see, religion will come in there and tell you all this stuff that's not real. You know, God is in your heart and you can take him while you're driving. Amen. Pray in tongues while you're driving. Talk to him while you're driving. God is not a man that he should lie. And what he promised, he can certainly perform. But we don't know that because we don't, we've not been made perfect in love. In other words, his love in us has not been perfected. And it's not been perfected because of what we think. Are y'all here today? Amen. So he loves us with an everlasting love, and there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear. That's verse 18. And verse 19 says, we love him because he first loved us. Well, why do you love him? Uh, hmm. You love him because he loved you. Don't try to think of a reason, amen, like you all of that. You love him because he loved you first. Amen. That's the way we are. Well, they showed me love. I guess I showed me some love back. Verse 20, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God who he has not seen? Amen. It's just like this. If you don't like my husband, you don't like his kids. You don't like my kids. You don't like me. That's how that rolls. Y'all follow it? Amen. And it's like this. If you love me, then you'll try to love them. You understand what I'm saying? Because you love me. That's how it works. So if you don't love God's children, you can't love him if you don't like his kids. See, that that cleaned the place out right there. (laughs) That cleaned out the joint. Amen. Verse 21, and this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Amen. It's kind of like laying down your life for a friend, not for somebody you like. That don't, that's not what I'm saying. But laying down your life for somebody that needs it at that time. Amen. God is everything. On the inside of us. We're made by God. We're made. Amen. We're made. We were made holy. We just didn't earn holy and got it. We were made holy. Y'all getting that? (laughs) God made us. We were made sinless. By his son. Taking the, the fall for Adam. Who started this whole snowball. We were made righteous. It's nothing that we did righteous. But we were made righteous. We were made holy. We were made. We're made. Hallelujah. We were made sinless. How? He was made. He who knew no sin was made sin so that we could be sinless. Made sinless. So we were made. Amen. He made us from the inside out. So goodness is on the inside of us. Why? Because we're made of him. Then it flows out. So in other words, I'm saying this. If ain't no goodness on the outside of you, it's because something's missing on the inside. Because we're made. Amen. And so if you can't love, if you can't treat people with love, something's wrong on the inside. I don't care if this don't go over well. You better hear this and hear this good. Because you won't hear it nowhere else. So get your heart right towards man. Get your heart right towards God, really. You don't really have an issue with man. Your issue is with God. If you, if, if you don't feel love 
towards mankind, you got an issue with you and God. Amen. Hallelujah. You got an issue with you and God. Because we're made. Hallelujah. And then the Bible talks about we're filled. We're filled with the Holy Ghost and with power. New Testament people are filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, the Old Testament believers had to have the Holy Spirit fall on them. Or they had to have a prophet to come and, and you partook of his anointing. On the, Everything was on the outer. There was no inner workings of the Holy Ghost. But see, New Testament believers now, we are filled. Are y'all here today? You need to know this. We are filled with the Holy Ghost on the inside. Well, why is this important? Because you need to know that we are made. It's an inner working. Amen. So you are filled and sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise. It's an inner working. Well, how did I miss it? I don't know, but you can always go back and get it. Amen. You can always go back and get it. You don't have to miss out because you ain't feeling it. You just need to know that there's something missing between you and God and on the inside of you. Because God doesn't make mistakes. And so you go back and get what you need from him. Amen. And it's nothing but love. Love is like, God's love is like you running on empty. About to pull your hair out. Can't take no more. See, that's when you know you're missing the love of God. Being tormented, not sleeping well, don't have peace. You need God. Need him on the inside to do an inner working. Don't mean you ain't saved. And don't go telling nobody I said you's going to go to hell. Like some folks have done. Because they're under conviction. You know, people have tried to get out from under conviction any kind of way they can. Amen. You don't want to have condemnation. Stop sinning. Amen. And when you do... Just go to God. Very simple. The same rules for me is for you. Go to him and repent, get clean, and go have dinner or something. I don't know. But keep moving. Y'all got me? Amen. Quit being mad at people because you ain't right. That part I don't get. Because it's, it's, a, it's a missing link between you and God, not you and people. Because if you got the right thing from God, you treat people the right way. Or you receive them the right way. Amen. That's just the way it is. Hallelujah. So where was I? So the Holy Spirit had to fall on them. But see, we carry them on the inside of us now. Now listen, if you got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, you're no different from anybody else. Your mind is just screwed up. Bam. Hashtag. Ain't nobody got time for that. Y'all following me? You think wrong. And you lazy. Because you don't want to get your thinking straightened out. Amen. Amen. Most of you don't pursue God because you don't want to find nothing out. Well, you already, he already going to tell you. <laughs> Quit running because he already going to tell you what's wrong. Amen. Your your inner man, see, when you connect with God and reconnect, you can reconnect as many times as you need to reconnect. That's the good thing. God never throws us away because we missed it. You go back and you get what you need. It's like going back to the filling station and getting refueled. So you go back. You know if you're missing something. You know if you're not feeling it. Go back and get it from God. Don't be lazy. Well, God might, this is the thing. God might ask something of me. Yeah, he's going to ask you to quit being angry. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to tell you. Quit being it. We'll see it got real quiet in here. Hey. You ain't no better than me. I had to follow these same simple rules. Quit being angry. Quit lashing out. And let God fill you with his love. End of story. Amen. Because we're made. We're being filled 
with all the good things on the inside. God will repair your inside. That's all that's wrong is we need to be repaired on the inside. Amen. 1 John 3 verse 1. It says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him. So I don't get this hanging around with worldly people. They don't know you. Ain't nobody got time for that. The world don't know you. They just pretend like they do because they want to latch on to you because they want to cause you to miss God. And you will miss God messing with the world. And that's just the truth. Will you go to hell? I don't think so. But will you miss out on his blessings? You certainly will. Amen. But God has a very short memory. So what, what, what you did wrong is under the blood. Amen. Now you can move on and, and do great things for God. Be blessed. Have a wonderful life. Had a cutest husband. I know that to get some of y'all. Hey, but that didn't get, that didn't go over well. <laughs> Amen. And they said, how she get him? God got him. And he ain't going nowhere. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. All you got to do is just get a relationship with the Lord. Because he, he talks your language. And see, being fearful to knock on his door. You know, the devil tells his lies. and tell you, well, he won't, he won't like you. Or he's going to do this to you. And he ain't going to do nothing to you but love you. And forgive you. What else do you want? Amen. Some people, believe it or not, don't want that. Because they're afraid they have to change. They don't want to change. Amen. But we are strong in the inner man by God's might. When you seek God and develop a relationship with him and repent, he makes you strong in your inner man. Your inner man starts to... Be strong as you abide in him and he abide in you. Is that making sense to y'all today? First John 3, 1, let me finish. It's, and let me read this again. It says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him. Hallelujah. First um, John, let's go down to 3.13. It says, do not marvel, my brother, if the world hates you. Well, they treat me nice. Yeah, that's because something's missing in your personality with God. They don't treat me nice, and I'm glad they don't. So you know why? Because then I can't fall for none of their shenanigans. They can't trip me up because I already know whose team they're on, and it ain't mine. Amen. Hallelujah. And I don't want them to like me. Verse 14, it says, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. However, hates his brother, whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Amen. Hallelujah. So quit killing your brother with that hate. Quit killing your brother with the jealousy. See, y'all, y'all have a, 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 a what is that? A, you got something to preach come Monday morning, as my mother would say. Amen. So pay attention. We're victorious in him. He gives us a strong inner man. And we are more than conquerors. Why? Because you give him a little bit of your time and you trust what he tells you. That's what causes you to be an overcomer. You know him through your love. See, you've got to believe God when he tells you and when he gives you a promise. That's why most of us don't get the promise because we don't believe it. Y'all know it's true. We don't believe it. And so God gives us a chance to get our confidence going you know, and, and work your faith so that you can receive what he has for, uh, for you. Amen. Um, amen. We just need the confidence in God. Hallelujah. So let's see. Let's go, to, let's go back to chapter 4, 1 John 4. 
Uh, let's go over to 4, verse 18. Uh, let's do 17. It says, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. And I know I read that before. And verse 18 says, There is no fear in love, but for perfect love cast out fear, because fear has torment. I know I, we read this once. But he who fears have not been made perfect in love. So if you have a bad thing with fear, it's because you're not sure that God loves you. Because there's no fear in love. But God's perfect love cast out the fear on the inside of you. Amen. That word fear is a Greek word, phobos, and in, 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 in the English um, translation, that means phobia. Is that making sense? So all you who have phobias, it's a love thing. That's fear coming from lack of love of God. Amen. The word signifies flight. That word phobos in the, the Greek signifies flight in other words that fear that causes flight or causes terror or dread see fear does all of that and y'all know they're trying to act like i ain't got no fear what she talking about you can have fear of terror you can have fear of being scared but this is the thing all of these fears have um a bearing on your reverencing god Because when you allow fear to take over, there's no reverence or there's no fear of God. Or or no acknowledgement of God. Because you think the boogeyman's going to get you. Amen. You can also have fear of death. Fear of facing God's judgment. What is he going to do to me because I messed up? See, all of that is your mind is twisted. And, And all God wants to do is love your mind straight if you let him. Amen. God loves us so much. He was tormented for us. Do you know God sent his son to the tempters and was tormented so you won't have to, so you can have sweet peace when you sleep? Let's go to Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3. So they won't think I'm just talking stuff. Verse 23, it says, Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 26. Flip on over. Hallelujah. Isaiah 26, verse 3. And it says, you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed or fixed on you, because he trusts in you. In other words, God will put you in perfect peace if you keep your mind fixed or stayed on him because you trust him. Trust, in verse 4 says, trust in the Lord forever, and for in Yah, the Lord is everlasting strength. And it says in verse 5, for he brings down those who dwell on high. You know, everybody, the lofty cities, he, he lays in low. Those people who think God can't touch them because they got a little money. That's usually what causes, you know, people who have money think God can't touch them. I'm just telling you. I know it don't, it don't add up, but trust me, it adds up. That's why the Bible says it's hard for a rich man to get into the kingdom. Amen. It's because when people don't have to to need him, until they get sick, they don't have a need for him. And so when they don't, they so they're high and lofty, arrogant and proud, don't need God, think they're better than everybody else. I'm just telling you how this, this works. And then the devil sets a snare. And they fall right into it because they have no wisdom, no godly insight, no ears to hear, no eyes to see, blah, blah, blah. That's how it works. Amen. Let me read five. 
for he brings down those who dwell on high. This is God. And this is the lofty city. He lays it low. He lays it low to the ground. He brings it down to the dust. The foot shall tread in it, tread it down, and the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness. Oh, most upright, you weigh the path of the just. Yes, in the way of your judgments, O oh Lord, you have waited. We have waited for you. The desire of our soul is for your name and for the remembrance of you. With my soul, I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you early. Hallelujah. That's all God wants is for us to love him back. Amen. Um, let's see. So I did. I did Isaiah. Let's go to Isaiah fifty-three. Flip over. You know, Jesus did so many things for us. We lose track. He bore. He bore our sorrows. He carried our weaknesses. <clears throat> Amen. So we need to keep our minds fixed on God and trust Him. And not fear, because Jesus carried everything or bore it for us. Isaiah 53, verse 4. And it says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. That's, that's terror at night. That's all those things that make you not sleep good. It says, yet we esteem him stricken. Amen. Smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. See, he was punished or chastised so that we could have peace. That's why nobody has no business not having peace. And by his stripes we are healed. And part of that chastisement was being beaten or smitten so that we could be healed. Amen. So we're already healed. We are healed. Amen. Griefs and sorrows specifically mean physical affliction. Amen. So Jesus bore our sorrows. And that's why the Bible says he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil already done the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed is this making any sense to anybody today hallelujah let's go to ephesians 3 i'm almost done ephesians 3 verse 16 let's go to 14 it says for this reason i bow my knees to the father of our lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, and he would that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, and that's all you need when you don't feel close to God. Are y'all here today? You didn't hear nothing else. Remember Ephesians three sixteen. That you would that he would grant you according to his riches in his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man see all of the changes that we need goes on the inside it starts on the inside in the inner man amen <laughs> hallelujah if you don't if you don't agree with what god is doing i mean it's like this if you don't allow god to do a work on your insides you ain't going to be right on the outside You'll be right for a little while. Long as people can make you happy and make you grin and make you smile or you get something new, you're going to be cool, but it ain't going to last. Amen. But when God does a complete work on the inside of you, that's when you get happy, even when you don't have nothing. you happy. Amen. Even when you don't have exactly what you want, you're still happy because your inward man is who you really are. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And so this is why Paul's prayer for us and for the church is that we may be strengthened by might in the inner man. So that you'll be happy. So that your life will go right. Amen. So that you'll attract the right people. Do you know if your inward man ain't right, you will attract dogs? I'm just telling you. You'll attract people who want to suck off of you and suck you dry. You won't attract the right people if your inward man is all confused. Amen. Verse 17, it says, that Christ may dwell in your hearts. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So that's the thing, right? That's the problem. God in your heart. Does he love me? Do I really believe he loved me in my heart? No, I really don't feel it. God can heal you when you go to him with the truth. We've all felt like that before. Amen? Everybody has felt like that before. But it's up to you to let it linger because now it's messing with your personality. Then you, Now your DNA is showing. Y'all got me? That didn't go over well, but it's still true. <laughs> Well, your pathology is showing. How's that one? Amen. Praise God. Amen. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. That's the problem, right? I'm telling you. That you may be rooted and grounded. What is rooted and grounded? Your inner man changed. Your inner man free. Your inner man feeling the love. Your inner man saying, God loves me. You don't have to understand this with your head. But your inward man has to feel the love. Because that's where it's going to come from. The Bible says that the love of God comes from heaven above from the light. From the light comes from God is light and he's life and it comes from heaven and it radiates down on us and it, it goes down from heaven to us and then it goes on to other people and if you don't experience experience this change on the inside it ain't coming from nowhere going nowhere amen Shirley hallelujah and so you need to be strengthened by might in your inner man. Those of you who want to, some people don't want it because you know why? They don't want to be wrong. I, I built this reputation. Your reputation stink. You don't have no reputation. You ain't got nothing. Amen. But people see how the devil screw your brain up and make you think you got to live up to how you started. That's a long time to be miserable. Amen. It just is still a fact. One John, and where are we in Ephesians? Oh, I'm not done with this. Ephesians three sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. I was in seventeen that the love of Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able, verse eighteen, to comprehend with all the saints. That's why you don't comprehend with all the saints. What is the width, the length, the depth, the height? To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. It's something, it's the way you walk. It's something you walk in every day. Because you have something in common with mankind, with the brethren. Am I talking to the the walls today? It's okay. I'll preach to the walls. Ain't ain't no, what's that? Ain't going to let no rock out, praise me. Hallelujah. That you will be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height of his love. Amen. To know the the love of Christ which passes knowledge. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's all the love. With all the the. the prosperity all the wisdom all the power of his love that's what comes in when you got it when when you got what when you got his love on the inside in other words it's called the fullness of god amen 
Full complement, full measure. Amen. Plentitude. When you got all that, it comes from his love. And it says, now to him which is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. So that power has to come out of you by you grasping at him. Grasping. Saying, God, I need you. Amen. Letting that pride go because pride ain't doing nothing for you. And glorify him. Admitting that you need him. Amen. 1 John 5. Let's go back to 1 John. Hallelujah. 5 verse 1. It says, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves him, who begot also loves him, who is begotten of him. Do I need to do that one again? Do I need to do that one again? Okay. Whoever whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves him, who begot also loves him. Who is begotten of him. And by this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Y'all got that? His commandments are not burdensome. And that means that it's no problem for you keeping his commandments. Guess why? Because you walk in love. You don't have to love thy neighbor as thyself. Not uh, be jealous of them neighbors or whatever. Keeping up with the Joneses. You don't have to do none of that if you walk in love. Because if you walk in love, you ain't jealous. You wait your turn. You don't try to figure out why some people get blessed and you don't. It's because of how you think, if you want to know. But you, none of these things bug you. Because you love the brethren. And because you love God. And see, when you receive that love from God, you don't feel like he's cheating you out of nothing. And that's why you don't go try and investigate why you ain't got. You ain't got because you, you ain't putting it out. You got to sow seed. All of these things. If you ain't a sow seed sower consistently, don't expect. Y'all got it? Amen. Some people, they do a few times and it's, I ain't getting nothing. You ain't consistent. It's people in here been giving for 20 years. Not saying you have to because you can do like, uh, uh, what's this, Isaac and receive in one season. But your mind can't be twisted like that. You understand what I'm saying? Saying, why didn't I get? You can't think like that. So we got a thinking problem. Nor do you, can you think that your giving can get you into heaven or get you a pass. Can't, it don't work like that. It's like this. When I got delivered from fear of giving, it's like I was, it was my duty. Just like it was my duty to get up and brush my teeth every day or whatever. It's a job you do. You can't look for everything back because you did it. Amen. <laughs> if you're a Christian, that's your job. And when you live like that, it keeps coming. You, it's like a revolving door. The money comes and you keep spinning it out. The money comes. Your needs get met. Amen. And then you, you learn to go by with no money. Is this making sense? Amen. When you young people have a need, don't, go to God. And expect him to come through for you. He will. Amen. He will come through for you. Why? Because he loves you. Never doubt his love. Amen. Never doubt his love. If you make mistakes, repent. Talk to God on your pillow. You don't have to tell nobody what you talk to God about. That's your business. Amen. Because if you have a relationship with God, trust me, it shows in your outer living. And so you you trust God with everything that you need. And he will come through for you. He just will. Why? Because he loves us. Let me finish up. Verse 2, it says, by this we know. 
that we love the children of God. I read that. And verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. And it's our faith. Your faith is the victory. So now you know why when you bind some things, it don't move. When you pray, sometimes it looks like things don't move because of your faith. Amen. Now, there's a season that we're in now. Don't get it mixed up. I don't want to confuse anybody where we have to go to God in a different, unusual way. Where we used to get answers, we got to lean, press more in the spirit. He's not so easily sought or so easily found. And so don't get that mixed up with what I just said, you know, about having no faith. But if you've never really licked this faith and fear thing, then that's a fear fear thing and you've got to deal with God. But in this season, God wants more of us. And so when you go to him, you have to go to him with more fervor. Do you hear me? More fervor. You got to go to him withholding nothing. You have to go to him submitted, submitted totally. And y'all here, knowing that he will answer you, but he just wants to sit and talk to you. He wants you in his presence. That's the season we're in now. He just wants to sometimes just look at your face because he loves you. Don't you want to look at people you love? Amen. And so that's what season, that's the season that we're in now. Some people are saying he's harder to find, but I don't feel that way. I just feel like, you know, he's requiring more of us that's where we are now amen seek him you'll find him hallelujah all right why don't we we quit father we just thank you for this season your son thank you father we love you lord and we bless you and we lift you up and father we ask that you would teach us by your spirit cleanse us and help us to find you Help us to readily get an answer. Lord, put us on a sure foundation. And teach us how to love you back and show us what we're to do to receive your love. And we bless you, Father. And we lift you up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We love you because you first loved us, Lord. And we're not trying to be anything special, Lord, but... We know how much you love us, and we know how much you want to give us the desires of our hearts. And so we'll seek you early and seek you late. We'll be consistent in our giving, and we'll be consistent in our giving ourselves of you. And we thank you for changing us inside and out, because we're made. We are made. We're made righteous. We're made sinless. We are made righteous. We're made because you love us. And we're made in your image. So we bless you today, Lord. And we thank you. And we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.